grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peter Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host, Corey and Son of a bitch. I almost went paper and at the last second I went I went scissor. You need to stop second guessing yourself because that's why you don't get to introduce the topic. I don't care. I'll do what I want. Our I mean, if I want to introduce, I, mean, I can introduce if I, I want I think to people are enjoying Corey's introductions. Take it away. Yeah, we want to think they're enjoying them. And there was a, you can't get an eye roll on a podcast, but by God, that was the biggest one you've ever, if you could have seen it. All right, guys and gals and everybody in between, welcome to the Amsterdam pe- <laughs> Amsterdamians. What time well, is it over there? Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast. My name is Corey and my not so lovely cousin. <laughs> See that Damn. that just did not come off genuine. Like no. he, you know, he was forcing himself to yeah. say that. It took every ounce okay, of his well-being. He said, "He said I can call him a cocksucker." So my cocksucking cousin. Finally, some credibility. <laughs> Mr. Darut and the guy with the... Uh, but this is the <laughs> Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast where... The Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast, the only podcast that wears pinstripe suits with real pins. <laughs> Ink pens? Push pins? Safety pins? Mountain pens. Man, if this is a safety pen thing, I'm out. All you safety pen wearing motherfuckers. We only wear safety pins when we do the safety dance. And we got Mr. Brian on the knobs and Tweedledums and Tweedledees over there. Hey. If you want to. <laughs> Brian's got the sensor button ready to all uh, sensor button. <laughs> it, it broke. A Pretty much, he's just got volume. Beak, beak. <laughs> what? That's the sensor button. It doesn't work. God, we, was, we need videos so you can see what we're doing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody wants to see. We're that. just gonna have the 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 camera on the lovely Darut. That's that's just where it's gonna stay. <laughs> Well, we're gonna get you a shirt that says "the lovely" on it. The lovely, <laughs> the lovely root. That's, in fact, that's, I'm gonna change my uh, comedy page to "the." Well, it's the root of funny. The lo- the lovely root of funny. Could be a sub page. I'm the, the I'm the root of allergies at the moment. I am. So it seems. All right, Mister Brian. What is it we're doing here? Yeah, well, oh, well, I was going to make the Nirvana comment. Where am I? Comment, huh? <laughs> where am I? <laughs> oh, yeah. What would yeah. you like us to to uh, bullshit about this time, Mr. Brian? Well, since everything's so serious on this podcast. I Mr. Was... Serious, goddammit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to poop my pants. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, check your depends. Um, What's the dude from Police Academy that can make all the noises? I always forget I'm actually friends his with his is. daughter. She's uh, She's pretty cool. That, see, now that's something you dropped. Like, here's an interesting fact. Corey's friends with the sound effects, man. Um, um, what's Dude, his that name? Led Zeppelin guitar thing he Holy did. Holy shit. Fuck a duck. I've oh, watched that about God. 20 times. What he is, is so... I mean, I'm good Winslow. with sound effects. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's his name on the show. Yeah, well, what's it? Uh, anyway, I, I I'm the ghetto version of... I'm like the gutter version. I was going to say ghetto, but I'm below that. I can do some sound effects, but nothing compared to that dude. Oh, dude, he... Uh, there is... Uh, they are making remaking uh, Police Academy. They don't, that's, that's not necessary, but if there's some cameos, I'll, I'll go see it in theaters. 
They're remaking Police Academy. This is what I heard. They're making a new one. So you know what's so what good? is it going right. to be? John C. Riley and uh, John Stamos or uh, fucking <laughs> the Full House crew does Police Academy, uh, starring Bill Nye Bob. and uh, who's that uh, the dude, the Brainiac dude that's always talking science stuff and space. What's his name? Bob Neil Saget? deGrasse. <laughs> Neil deGrasse and Bill Nye. I would have said Bob Saget. But he knows a thing or two about science. This is all right. So I figured out a gauge for a movie. When they remake this movie, this tells you that you should just quit. Like, movies should be ending, shouldn't be anymore, all that. If they remake Animal House... Oh, I'm done. They should be... It should be over. That movie shouldn't be touched. I think there'll be protests. You can't... Are we talking about movies? Yeah. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, we gotta... You started it. I did. I apologize. No, I I think I started it with the the sound effect. Well, there are certain movies that you shouldn't... Yeah. There's um, certain movies that are untouchable. You can't... You can't redo one, that. I, well, view that I don't one. think I don't think it could actually make Apocalypse Now to begin with. I mean, we he filmed so much footage. We could just make a sequel off of his B roll that never got used. Yeah, because it's got hours and hours of footage. Well, have you watched Redo? Mm-mm. Redo. I mean, Redux. Is oh, the way Redux. It, yeah. It's Jesus Christ, man. I've still watched Hot Shots. Part duh. With Charlie Sheen before he was uh, by winning riding before tigers. He was the tiger He's one boy. of those Nike memes now too. Have you seen yeah. that one? That one's so Jesus. Well, something like do coke, do bitches or something. <laughs> yeah. Something to That's like. when Charlie Sheen was actually like a person. I'm not- sorry, but Charlie, I, I got all the respect in the world for Charlie Sheen. And you know why? Because he's just doing his thing. Oh, yeah. I respect him more that he was honest about it all. And walked away from a multi-million dollar deal just because, like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm banging strippers and doing blow. Suck it. That's what I do. <laughs> You know, if you don't Charlie like it, Sheen. right? I, that, I mean, he's Hollywood royalty. I'm sorry, but if I had fifty to a hundred million dollars, I would be banging strippers and doing blow. But I'm already that shitty attitude now, and I'm poor. God forbid <laughs> if I had that kind of money, man. Oh, he'd fuck with so many people. I'd go buy a Lamborghini and then just paint it with like chalkboard paint, and then write stupid shit all over it and drive around. Oh, dude, that's amazing idea. Like, and then just park it and then like have a box of chalk like Velcro to car, the side yeah. of the car and be with well, the sign says write shit on it. That's I, fucking, I would I wouldn't give a brilliant. shit. I mean why? It, uh, yeah, and, and it would, the only reason I would buy that's just for the irony of it. But anyway, I don't think we were supposed to be talking about Movies movie and, remakes and, and Lamborghinis with well, chalkboard paint. Well, on. we can, but <laughs> I know what I'm doing. If I win the lottery, I'm buying a fucking chalkboard Lamborghini. Shit, I'm stealing that idea. <laughs> Well, I used to say I used to say I would buy one and we'd take it to autocross and we'd let everybody drive. We just I'd pay for the event and we'd let everybody drive it that day and we wouldn't even have a real event. We just take oh, yeah, turns just, just have pouring fun. out the fucking Lamborghini. But <laughs> again, it's you know you got to respect the guy. He, oh, I yeah. I have all the respect in the world for him. Is he going to end up in a shitty, horrible death? More than likely, but who cares? He, it's his it, fucking. He had. Life. Did he have fun? I hope so. That's right. All that the, his quality of life has to be on the on a scale that is immeasurable. To us point. normal people, yeah. Right. Us normies. <laughs> right. Even Trump's like he was doing some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Stormy Daniels wasn't shit compared to that the shit he was doing. Oh like. God, no. But anyway, so we're gonna go to our uh, topic troll. Oh, yeah, we're talking about all the all the fun things in life. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I want to talk about how do you guys define freedom? What does freedom mean oh, to so you? We're, we're already on yeah, top of it. $100 million dollars doing hookers and blow. Apparently driving <laughs> yeah. around in a chalkboard painted Lamborghini. That's freedom. Yeah, man. No, so that's kind of cool because we were, I mean, ultimately. If Brian I, didn't have, really have a topic. He was just going along with the flow. I, I, I did care. have cool. that, but I, I think it works, you know, because it's interesting. I mean, everybody, you know, we're supposed to be the land of the free, but, but we're not. What, what does free mean? Because well, we like totally we brought not. up before, we we build our own captivity in the yeah. U.S. We're not free. We live under the guise of freedom. We again, it's been brought up in a previous podcast. We spend more on taxation now than we do on food or housing. So how fucking free are we? We're, we're not. not. We're not free. And that's why again. What, I was just talking about how much respect I have for Charlie Sheen. Is he some sort of role model for life for the average douchebag nine to five cubicle riding bitch? No, yes. he is not. Damn. Because well, you can idolize him. <laughs> Damn, I got that no, one wrong. He's okay, not a role, he's okay. Not a role model. So for the ones that <laughs> it's are a multiple choice answer, you got it wrong. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Cut yourself. Um, no, because he here, needs a on. whole box of razors. Tiger's blood. <laughs> Ah, this one's only got one in it. It'll never work. <laughs> well, you still got to get the piece of paper. So ultimately, <laughs> if you if you fall into that demographic of get married, have kids, put the kids through college and die, then Charlie Sheen is not a role model. For no, you. not in a million years. He's not necessarily a role model for me. While there is a time that I would have been attracted to the banging porn stars and doing cocaine. At this point in my life, I'm like, okay, I see how short-sighted that is. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the webcam girls we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. that are doing all these webcam things, and they're selling merchandise in their 20s. But what's the plan when you turn 30 or, you know, and there are already a couple of them, you know, that I see on the Inked Magazine's uh, Facebook page. They're a little beefy. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're getting that mid-20s weight gain thing going on. And... So I think a lot of it is is very short sighted. But as far as like is but Charlie Sheen's ideal ideology of how to live life, he should be a role I think model for everybody. I mean, he really has. Well, I guess it, it, he experienced the thing true is though freedom. is he's got so much money. Yeah, I mean, he's been acting since he was what fifteen, fourteen. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like it, I said, he's Hollywood royalty. He <laughs> his, he grew up inside of Hollywood. I mean, regardless of our, you know state political type limitations already that everybody thinks we're free. There is an amount of freedom that we can have, and a lot of that does come with money. There is, there is uh, financial Even the webcam, girls, well, the webcam girls do that job because there's a freedom. They get paid very well working on their own For sitting schedule. around talking about their dog or drinking yeah. coffee. So, or, so yeah. in that way, it could Dude, be if I could, Dude, if I could wear a tight tank top and a thong and sit around and drink coffee on my couch <laughs> holding a laptop, I would do it. Hell yeah. Somebody might pay you more. And while I'm being a bit negative about their future, that's it's just because I guess it's the parental No, it's the the parental side of it. I think for you definitely parental for for what I see is that I I just know that the odds are none of them are sitting there banking that money trying to figure out when I can't keep doing which, the cam girl thing, what am I going to do In which next? five years ago, if you were looking at it, you wouldn't think that. But now no. that you're 30, you're you're like, okay, I'm 30. What's the long game? You're, well, you're, and I, I think even five years ago, I still thought about the long game, but I didn't but think about it that way. long. It, I what, was thinking two to three years, not 20, 30 years down the road. How am I going to keep it again, sustainable? I, I admire that they're 
and I, I hate to use the word exploiting because, but that's what they're doing. They're yeah. exploiting their physical characteristics because I've watched a couple just out of curiosity, and I'm like, man, you got no personality. You have nice. Oh, big see, I was going to say the opposite. They look like they have a lot of personality. <laughs> they have nice big boobs, <laughs> and they're very well shaped, and they have some cool tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Like, and some of them get a little far with the tattoos, in my opinion. I'm not big on face tattoos or neck tattoos, but they are manipulating the system to have, like as you said, Corey, to have some freedom, and and they're working from home, doing air quotes. Where we have a lot of worker drone mentality with a lot of people. Get a job, grow up, go to work every day, and then fucking die if you don't make it to retirement. And if you make it to retirement, good luck, because the statistics are you're going to die within five years of retiring. Well, that's a conversation me and my coworker has, because not to get into it, but I have a situation that's allowing me to start working into what my idea of freedom is. And my idea of freedom is not getting out of the workforce, but working on my own time. It's doing work you enjoy. And and working on my my time. And that's what well, my That's why your knees were sore and that's why you're coming into money because that truck stop job's finally paying off. Yeah, I'm, baby. Not, I'm not really taking a keto. I'm uh <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's like he he didn't understand it because he's like, you know, he's used to here's the job. You do the job. He's been indoctrinated. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm trying to buy my freedom. I don't mind working a fifteen hour day. Like Maybe two days of my week are like, I'm working 15-hour days writing music, and all of a sudden, Wednesday through Friday, I'm a... Uh, <laughs> <Wednesday, laughs> Sorry, I was taking selfies. <laughs> you know, like Wednesday through Friday, I was like, I'm going hiking or camping or something, but I work... Yeah, the weather's good today on a Wednesday. It's yeah. supposed to rain Friday and Saturday. I'll work Saturday. Yeah, well, I worked my hour. I worked... I built my product... On my time, yeah, I worked as many hours as you did. I just worked it on my time instead of somebody, somebody else's time. And to me, that's freedom. Now, I'm not free from the workforce because you know, I don't have, you know, nobody's got fuck you money. Well, but that's the people, difference but. is a lot of people aren't self-starters. Right. So they have to work right. a nine-to-five. Oh, yeah. They have to work in a structured environment that well, dictates the what I they do. Is that there are, there's a lot of people in the workforce that not only do they need to have somebody dictate what they do, but... They probably can't survive in any part of their life without being told what to do. It's not even just in their. And careers. I saw that in the army a lot. Yeah, well, they well, needed that twenty-four hour a day telling you what they to need. Do. Well, I, it's babysitting. Well, I'll, I'll admit, I think some of my environment growing up, having my dad own his own business, so the pros and cons of that was, yes, he worked a lot of hours, as many nights. I mean, you've been up there to the office when we were there working late at night. You know, stuff. Did I used to go to do you know, school installs with your dad yeah. and all that stuff, and he paid us cash. But if he wanted to take take the time off, he could take the time off and do whatever he wanted to do. There was a freedom. He had, he had things that had to be accomplished. If he got those done, he could take off and whenever he wanted to. He worked out deals with like the sports authority, not sports, uh, sports plex were. We had, you know, free access to the place because he did free work for him. And do tech support for him. Yeah. So, you I know, remember those, that. Those are freedoms. Man, sports plaques. I hadn't thought about that place. Playing racquetball and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, but those are freedoms that people don't think about. And I guess because I grew up with them, even like going to the private school, like the way I worked is like you got through the 10 life packs, you move on to the next grade. And so working life packs that makes it sound like a video game that's what they were called it's get a like, life pack get a life pack oh you're yeah, dying yeah, one up one up yeah 10 <laughs> life packs but the thing about that was is like i worked on my own schedule 
once I got done you, with it. You were taught how to manage yourself. Yes. And I, I, what I like that is like, once I got this done, then I could go do what I wanted to do. And the problem with the workforce and schooling and stuff like that, you're like, no, you got to be here from eight to five. You got to be here. I don't School care. is indoctrination. Yeah. It is to build a worker bee. It's not to right. build. Used to, and, I, and I, again, this is going to sound like an old man moment, but I'm sorry, but the way schooling works now is terrible. We had great art programs. We had great chorus programs. We had band. We had a lot of like vocational stuff. And I took photography class. I took, which is going to blow anybody that's below like 35's mind, knife making at school. We literally took pieces of metal and wood and shaped it and made knives. So you heated up like. Grind it, Grind shape it, it everything. It, all that stuff. We made knives so out of raw like materials. Right. Whatever. And I would bring knives to school to polish and sharpen and stuff like that. And at any moment, and I'm pretty sure I've referenced this in a podcast before, I'd have knives in my pocket. It wasn't a problem. But our schools cultivated the imagination and it cultivated, and that's what makes people. Now, some people, I don't care what you do, you can't make them self starters. They're no, just no. not. And I have those days. Like today, man, with the allergies and stuff going on, I was just sitting on the couch and my brain wasn't really in a place where I could get a lot of productive stuff, either writing material or working on construction stuff or budgetary stuff or whatever. And I'm somewhere between like working and watching TV and I'm just kind of zoned out because the pseudoephedrine was just kind of screwing my head. So there's days where I'm... Goddamn meth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is wow. that what it sounds okay. like? I don't know. I don't, you tell me. It made it sound like he was eating raw oysters, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and that's not really what I pictured with no. meth. It was <laughs> like sucking through a, you know, kind of like crack or something. I but, don't know. You tell me. You tell me. <laughs> you're ITP. But I, I think a lot of people, you know, <laughs> meth, we, meth is out OTP. Meth is uh, we yeah, do we do crack is ITP. South side, north side, we do coke. It's, well, they it's, got it's the hair- anything stuff. above I twenty is cocaine. Everything below. Well, they 20. got the heroin triangle going on too. Y'all yeah. know about that, right? Two eighty five is a circle, <laughs> but, it's a but sp- that's not part of the heroin triangle oh, shit okay. bag. It's, <laughs> it's you colostomy motherfucker. Yeah. Y'all are the old ones. I ain't got yeah. no colostomy bag. Oh yes, because anyway, <laughs> Ryan didn't age himself. He just exploited how stupid he was. I don't understand digestive issues and the fact that you may have to have your colon removed and end up with a colostomy. You need bag. to go watch Bill Nye Saves the World. <laughs> oh, is that? I, I watch Ernest, so that might be my problem. Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he save Christmas? Oh, yeah, yeah multiple times in Halloween. So, anyway. <laughs> well, we're talking about movies. But now, the, the, the idea of freedom, I think, is, is kind of a, a misunderstanding because I think people think freedom is going to like, you do nothing. There's, you can't just do nothing. Well, that's like the office space. Like, oh, I didn't. I can do nothing. I don't need two million dollars to do nothing. I can sit on the yeah. couch. And freedom is just being allowed to do the things that you want to do. That sounds like a case of the Mondays. Hey, you get your ass kicked for saying something <laughs> like that. No, man. But you, you, you can get his best character ever. Anybody can get their freedom, but to sustain that freedom no, is a whole other thing. You can't no, sustain the freedom. Anybody cannot get their. Well, I mean, freedom. anybody can just go quit their job and be free. Okay, so no, we talked about sustaining it. that thing is what I'm getting at. Is facilitating like, yeah. the dream of your freedom versus just yeah. dropping but everything. And most then, people aren't going to try to quit their job and actually but go after. I them. think it's I think it's a duality, uh, or maybe not duality, but 
it's actually goes together. We talked about in a previous podcast, and I think it was the first one, Midlife Without the Crisis. Yeah. Um, and it was the idea as you grow up, you, you equate fun out of your life. And I think the same thing happens with freedom. You equate freedom out of your life because the concept of building your prison is you have kids, you get married and all that. And I don't want to say that's a prison. It's just it, it creates a lot of obligations and stress and thinking about money and health insurance and all the things that come along. And you give up freedom and fun for a sense of security because security is more important. I got a check coming in every week, and that's going to pay the bills, and that's going to keep the family happy, but now I'm a slave. Right. And that's, you know, and I, and again, I hate to use the word slave, but if you're using freedom, you're going to have to kind of use that yeah. concept. And, you know, the old slave to the grind from Skid Row. I remember hearing that song, man, at 18 years old and thinking, that sums up life, man. I mean, slave to the grind nails. If you want to hear a song and you don't even have to like, just look at the lyrics. Look at the lyrics from Slave to the Grind, and you think about your life and think, that's it. That's that's the average nine-to-fiver's life. And, you know, and the thing is, and, and you're going to experience this here soon, is, you know, I'm, I'm constantly monitoring how much money's coming into our company checking account and going out and all that stuff. And there are moments where I'm like, man, we're, we're in a decent position. And our overhead is is not low, and it, it, but it's about as low as you can make it. The problem is, is insurance and all the stuff that they hit you with now for being a contractor and all the other stuff. So it's it's gotten kind of ridiculous. So I have a lot of freedom, but I also have added stress. Right. Because I don't have the – I've never been fired from a job. Any job I ever had that was a clock-punching job and I quit, they begged me to stay. Because I, I do kind of own my the position. The glory hole ain't going to feed itself. Exactly. <laughs> Sir, that shit's not going to shovel itself. <laughs> Get your wheelbarrow, boy. <laughs> so, you know, I gave up a lot of that. Um, now, the last time I got laid off, and after that, I was just kind of burned the idea. And I was like, you know what? I just want to have my freedom. And really what it boiled down, and I want to control. So I think that's, that's a part of it as well, is there's some control involved. Well, that's... So, freedom that you have you have control of your your own destiny so to speak or your own as much as you can within right. reason because we even all right even as much as i was talking about like charlie sheen charlie sheen he's got enough money he doesn't have to worry about money or anything like that but he still there's a lot of things that affect his life that are outside his control oh yeah so it you know and we always equate money with freedom and stuff like that i think it's Money is great as a byproduct once you achieve that freedom and you have the money that can facilitate many things that you can But enjoy people can get freedom, freedom for less that. money than they think oh, they yeah. can because freedom, they can't can they can't cut back on how they want to live. No. They want to they want to live the rock star life and have freedom. And those those don't go together. And that, well they they do for Charlie Sheen and people like that. Yeah. But that's not that's not as common as is like us who could make a decent living as independent workers or contract workers or whatever. And we're still going to have, we're not going to have the rock star life, but we're going to have freedom. And to me, stuff 
stuff entertains me. It doesn't make me happy. It brings me moments of levity. Race cars. I love going racing. I love being on a racetrack. Having a race car doesn't necessarily make me happy. And it's, it's something I, I told Sydney years ago is the more stuff you own, the more your stuff owns you. Because you, you have to take care of all your stuff. Guns, race cars, boat, stuff like that. You have to you have to keep it usable. So it's funny again. I I see with my hobbies and stuff that I have given up some freedom to be able to have these hobbies because I have to work on the stuff to be able to do the hobby. So it's it's a very it's a very weird. There's a very fine and I can tell you this from my perspective: the simpler you live, the more freedom you have. Oh yeah, the, because the you, whole minimalist min, yeah. minimalist philosophies. Yes. But I think there's a difference between being minimalist and then just, for me, I like to, I try as hard as I can to live below my means because I feel like it keeps my life simple enough that I'm relatively You're never stressed stressed about money. Exactly. I'm never stressed. And so- Bring in the Honda Fit. The more teeth she's missing, the cheaper she is. Oh, I, sometimes I splurge, but <laughs> I don't. I don't financially. Well, Wendy's don't. Wendy's myself. doesn't do the biggie size anymore, so at least you're gonna be able to save money on that. Uh, well, I still, I still ask for extra bacon, but sometimes they give it <laughs> for free. You? Yeah, hell yeah, it's America. I want my bacon? That pig died for your sins. It tastes good. <laughs> it would take more than one pig dying for my sins. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of sinning going on. But yeah. I mean, for me, and I think freedom is different for everybody, but I think freedom... I don't think people understand it. No, but I think a lot of people, if you ask them what would freedom be a lot, you'll hear a lot of similar answers phrased slightly differently, and it all will revolve around some type of financial freedom. But I don't think exclusively that. I think, for me, my freedom is not tied to money. It's tied to my lack of stress. Is that I do have stress at work, but... I'm not a stressed person because I don't have things to worry about. I just have me go making sure I wake up in the morning, which my phone's responsible for that. Wake up, put up on a little makeup. Why'd like, you leave the keys up on the table? <laughs> I mean, we know uh, being you know photography and stuff. There's people hey, who, who dream of being freelancers. Yeah, and I I remember one videographer, uh, mutual friend, who had the opportunity. He wants to freelance, freelance. A job was thrown at him. I think, oh, he didn't want to get up at 8 o'clock to go do it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you've been begging for this freelance because the idea of freelancing gives you freedom, but now it was giving you your lap. Isn't it funny that a freelance job pays? Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's, I've always seems been like freelance. He'd just show up and do shit but, for well, free. When I first heard that term, I was like, "Why the fuck would I want to do that? I want to get paid." And then somebody <laughs> was like, "No, no, it just means you work for yourself." I'm like, "That's not what those that doesn't make sense to but, me." But it's, it's funny, like, but that that's situation. fascinating though because the idea of freedom was actually frightening or scary. Well, or it's, it's like off-putting. okay, it's like well, the, I hear that all the time when people they're, they're they miss they don't go to a audition or they don't go to a job interview or something because they were too scared to like I think some people are scared of change and then they're scared of that dream becoming fruition coming because all of a sudden they don't know then what you to gotta do with deliver you know no. what I mean you've got to you got to make good on that opportunity and that's a lot I mean and I think that comes well, with confidence is they might not have the confidence to 
to keep the ball and not drop it. Something relevant, but maybe not. Well, I was telling my coworker, which is standard for us. <laughs> <laughs> I it just made me think about it. Talking, talking about muffins. Talking about confidence. We were talking about some. He was talking about some. He's had a lot of good things happening in his life, like opportunities happening, new love life, all this stuff happening. He's like, I'm not used to it. I'm waiting for the ball to drop. And I think that's the way a lot of people live. Is like, when if he's good, over 13 and his balls haven't dropped, <laughs> he's got he problems. Should, and if one did and one didn't, <laughs> I mean, because he just said needs balls. a good kick, right? But you know, it's like even amount. I think that's rub the lower abdominal area. I think a lot of people get that when good things start happening, they get freaked out. Well, it's like we talk. I'm raising about, my hand for anyone that's not watching at oh, yeah. home. But see, like I we talk about relationships. I I've been with people that they just oh, it's two days of everything smooth sailing. It's gotta, it's gotta fucking crash at Let some. Let me pull point. a ripcord and fuck this up real quick. <laughs> but still, like, exactly. I, I understand there's gonna be fucked up days and there's gonna be good days, and you just yeah. have to roll with the punches. The thing is, and it's, and that's what I think it is. I think a lot of people are worried about having to deliver. They talk a lot of shit about being confident, and they talk a lot of shit about having ability and things that they can do. But then when they're given the opportunity to deliver on that. All of a sudden, it's real. Oh, and yeah. in it, so I had a conversation with the guy that's wanting to do the comedy thing out here. And he put me on the spot. And I may have mentioned this before, I may not. But he, he tasked me with writing 15 minutes of material on, uh, on relationships. And, the, uh, and I was talking to him the other day, and I said there's part of me that's a little bit worried and I'm prepping like crazy. There's part of me that's a little bit worried that I'm going to bomb on this opportunity. I'm going to work my ass off because I want this opportunity. I do want to get into stand-up. I do. I know it's not a moneymaker. I don't care about that. I just want to do it. And, and it was cool to talk to him because he's like, dude, I got your back. He goes, you know, the first job I got as a DJ, I gave him my demo. And they listened to my demo, and they loved it. The first show I did sucked. He's like, it so sucked. He said even when we got done with the show, me and the and the uh, producer were just looking at each other like, yeah, there's going to be a meeting. <laughs> and he went into the meeting, and he told him, and he's like, just believe in me. It's coming. He's like, you heard the demo. Just trust me. He goes, I know you. I know your potential. I've got your back. If we do a show and it doesn't go great, the next one will be better. It didn't really take any pressure off of me because I'm very competitive and I like to be able to do, like we've talked about Aikido. Aikido is one of the few things that I just didn't just fall right into. It's very difficult. <laughs> no pun intended. I was about to say, all y'all do is my, talk about falling my, down. Yeah, I, I was telling Brian earlier because I just passed my first test. and He passed his first kidney stone. <laughs> and I was talking about, here I am, 45 Throwing myself at the ground, trying to learn to, you know, get my keys. Well, technically, you're supposed to roll. You're not supposed to throw yourself at the ground. But a year, yeah, a year ago, I'm like, he's like Joe Dirt. <laughs> Why don't you practice falling down? I'll be over here in a minute. But, you know, it was like a year ago. I never imagined myself like, yeah, yeah, just. Did they ask you if you want a Wham Burger? They tell you Def Leppard sucks. <laughs> no, but they just sent me a Wambulance, and I started crying afterwards. But I think that's what it is, is a lot of people. And like I said, I, I feel that. I don't feel it when I go to like Laughing Skull and places like that because I'm doing open mic stuff. 
and people are there to see me, but not specifically there to see me. They're there just to see who shows up on stage. It, they're not, they don't know who I am. Yeah. At this event, it's being promoted as I'm kind of the headliner and I'm new. <laughs> and I got to do 15 minutes. And that's what I was telling a friend of mine that don't does use pyrotechnics. We saw it have one great light. Well, I was going to pull off the one great light, you know, burned up everybody in the. Uh, in the I thought bar. we were still talking about Nike sneakers. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we would like to check in as safe in the great Nike fires of 2018. Still talking weeks later. So, Nike, that was, that was so weeks ago. So I was talking to a friend of mine that I do stand-up with, and I was telling him about it, and he's like, yeah, he's like, 15 minutes is kind of big at your level of progression. He goes, but I know you, and I know how you go at things. He's like, you're probably going to be perfectly fine with it. I know you ain't shut up in 30 minutes. And uh, whatever, Waterhead. <laughs> Shoot, some episodes, it's an hour. It's like, oh, her snoring. Like, are we done yet? <laughs> well, if you're going to have someone talk, it should be the most entertaining person out of the group. So, I mean, I'm just. Well, saying. you won't give me a chance to talk. <laughs> I you got that sausage in your mouth. <laughs> so, I get, I get, I think, and I think a lot of people. A lot of people, when they get that opportunity, as much shit as they've talked about wanting the opportunity, they're afraid of failure. They're afraid. And then you know what's funny is? Is you don't have to be perfect right out of the box with most stuff. There's a little bit of a buffer. Like if your buddy had gotten the job as a freelance photographer, I'm sure his work would have been good enough to get him going. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, because I know he's talking about it. The dude's talented. He would have knocked it out of the park. But he was scared. Yeah. It's like, Jason, we're building the car. And I said, well, if we get the car built, and it's the prototype, and we do testing, and we can do pre 15 pre-sales and start building and selling this car, you need to quit your job. Well, when we initially started building the car, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'll do, and we'll – We'll get officially rolling because we could work for two years and cover our incomes for two years building cars. And within that two years, surely we can do other stuff. But now that it's kind of becoming a little bit more real and the car runs and all that kind of stuff, he's like, well, I don't, you know, just because we sell 15 cars doesn't mean I have to quit my job. It's scary. It's I'm a like, huge commitment. I'm like, uh, okay, kind of do. Yeah. Like, well, like, you have what's a commitment the, to your like, what, customer. What, what's the jumping off point? And that's the thing I think. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm learning is that you, you have to take a risk at some point to take that freedom. Life is all about risk. Yeah. And, and I think you nailed it that you can't have freedom without taking a risk. Yeah. Well, and, and the one thing that I'll give you that most people probably don't have is you have a pretty good safety net network. If things didn't work out, one, you could probably go get another job. Okay. And if you needed somewhere to stay, we have several options between the family or somewhere yeah. you just stay. I not like the I Godfather family. I don't like to kill somebody to live here. So, I mean, I guess I could. Well, do you want to? Does it pay? No. Do yeah, you it want pays it your to fucking pay? rent. That's yeah. what it pays, bitch. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to live with you, but if I'm gonna do this shit, I need a paycheck too. I like I get another teenager. I don't need another teenager. And by the way, I'm going back to school. Could you write a check for my tuition? So that's I think that's got a lot to do with it, is is that it's 
It is. And I don't know that I would have gone back to work for myself had I gotten not gotten laid off. And, you know, and I used to make a, I, I was really mad about it because, I mean, it paid extremely well and it was a lot of fun. I worked in a motorcycle shop and it's the only job that I've ever had that had a lot of freedom. I had to work hard, but I felt like I had a lot of freedom because I enjoyed what I did. It was, and I think I've told you guys this, it's the closest to being Willy Wonka I'll ever be because I sold toys for a living. Granted, I had to do the books. I mean, he then, liked being around little people. And I sold adult toys. <laughs> oh, we didn't interesting. Have, and and if you went to the service department, we had lube. <laughs> but but getting laid off, I I kind of wanted to just take control of the situation. And but I don't know that I would have done that. Now, when it first happened again, I was stressed out because Sydney was just a small child. But again, we've always lived very conservatively, so Beth, we could live on Beth's income. Me not making money was not a problem. But the, the, the further along in the game I get, the more I understand that, that that needed to happen. That's the way it should happen. I'm not religious or anything like that. I'm more of the Buddhist kind of be good to people so they'll be good to you. As I'm more as, the Buddhist. The fatter the booty, <laughs> the, more, the more spiritual I True am. True freedom <laughs> is found in I don't know that's spiritual as much as it is gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just drawn to it for some reason. I just can't get my face out of it. I am crack. one with the booty. Oh. One with the booty. Oh. That fat ass. Yeah, if you could just make her make that noise, we'd be happy. If I could make her make that noise, I wouldn't be here with you guys on a Friday night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you would, because I'm the lovely Darut. <laughs> not oh, this episode. Oh, oh so, so now it's growing on you. <laughs> You've only said it like seven or eight times. <laughs> You initiated it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think a lot of it just boils down to as strange as this sound, freedom takes commitment. It really Definitely. does. It takes a lot of commitment to commit to living a life that will get you freedom. Because Well, that's what it seems like anybody can just quit their job and not everybody can make it sustainable. A lot of people And that's where the commitment comes into Okay, so there's sure a saying sustainability as far as quitting your job is the ability to follow through. Right. You, you got to commit to it. You got to follow through with it. I'm not going to say anybody can just say, I'm doing this, but not everybody. Most people aren't going to commit through it, aren't going to sustain it, aren't going to. They know how to achieve their freedom versus yeah. just trying to get yeah. the freedom. But most people aren't even going to take that risk. So it's a, it's a pretty big leap for, I think, most of us, if you're talking about truly getting your freedom I mean, I think all of us, you were a freelancer at one time. I've owned my own business before and gone back in the workforce. The root, the lovely Darut, worked in the, <laughs> in the, the workforce. The lovely root. And is, you know, as your own self-employer. I, I, I'm like Happy Gilmore. I've had a job doing a bit of everything. <clears throat> yeah. I used to be a plumber. That was, uh, if you hadn't. Like, man, y'all don't know that. Out which Adam Sandler movie that Happy was. Gilmore. He's holding the pipe and he's like humping and he's holding it like <laughs> like it's his cock and he's like i used to be a plumber anyway i don't remember that scene so well there's a thing and i just looked it up because i didn't want to get it wrong and it's it talks about security over freedom and it's a mm -hmm. benjamin franklin quote from way back then talking about freedom being more important than security and it's it's funny i mean think about back then you would think well, you didn't have a nine to five in yeah, the seventeen hundreds. How in the world? How in the world are you know? 
You couldn't get a job with direct deposit in 1780-something. Why would you give up freedom for security? I wouldn't even think that was an option. But it's cool that the mentality, the, the that ideology, there, yeah. yeah, the ideology has been around for a long time. The problem is, is the more we structure our corporate world with direct deposits and cubicles, and and then of course we let people do social media because then it, you know, well, well, you can go to work. And, you can do social media for a few minutes during the day, and that gives you some freedom. But there is a beauty to the social media part where, say, something like YouTube, people are making money now. Like they're they're quitting their lives, and quitting their lives, quitting <laughs> quitting their jobs. I was say shit. that doesn't make. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning in my soul. I'm. Uh, I like so, to. I like to quit my life. I'm not but, sure who I talked to about that. Is know, there a VP of Life's? Hey, People have found a way to monetization, you know, yeah. monetize, and actually they're living a life of freedom. It's like all I do now is I travel the world and I get paid for it. They found a way to find that freedom through social media. And Te- that's, technology that's a, has allowed yeah. that now. They, but, found, oh, they found a way, but the cool part about that is, is that they did do that. The issue with that is there is a certain threshold where enough people eventually the next person that says i quit my job i'm going to be a youtube star sorry buddy we ran out of tickets it's kind of like the day trader thing back in the late 90s early 2000s i knew a bunch of guys that were quitting their jobs and they were being day traders yeah and that was before a lot of the e-trade and stuff like that and and you'd see them back in the workforce and six eight months later they'd been doing it on the side things were going well but it was side money yeah all of a sudden it's real only income you're making. Ah, I'm not making Yeah, nothing. now, yeah, when you're talking about some of these people, there are some people that are traveling the world and they're making their money having fun with that freedom of being a YouTube star. But there's just, there's probably more of those YouTube stars that we think have this amazing freedom that we kind of envy. But the reality is those people are busting their asses on YouTube, well, that's to I, make it to make it work. Well, that's what that's what I was getting to. Like my idea of freedom, working myself, it may be busting my ass. I may work harder at my own stuff than I do at my current job, but my freedom is, I'm working for myself. I work my time. My, You're responsible I, I, for yourself. Being, I, being your own slave versus being someone else's. To slave. me, to having that control is freedom. Your so accountability. Like that, You're right. They're working harder. I mean. We, we create so much stuff anyway. Imagine if we had the time to actually do, to create more yeah. content. Like our cannibal movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, yeah. But, uh, you know, as I was saying, it's like, to me, that's freedom. I mean, my, my job, I may work 15 hours Again, days. freedom's it's, a concept. Yeah. It's not something where you could write down and these are the five points of freedom. Like, my, my, I was telling like, Well, maybe you could pen them on Pinterest. Like, I was telling I this somebody, it was like... <laughs> The situation is like on your Facebook page. Yeah, hey, uh, was talking about jobs and talking about my situation where I'm, you know, working to work for myself in the future. You realize nobody can see those hand gestures you're making. I don't. Right? He's fine. throwing up so many goddamn gang signs. I don't even know what's going on. I thought it was MS. <laughs> I didn't realize he was. Wu Tang and Omi, sorry. A <laughs> Town well, Down. At one point he was doing Kung Fu, now he's doing the A Town Down, Peace Up, A Town Down. And well, it's like all this. We got to do yeah. a peanut butter and syrup something. What, 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 what's funny is like having this conversation with my friend, and they were thinking, like, because I wanted to work for myself, they're like, 
well, I have the luxury. I've got to have a job. I was like, I, I still have to have a job. <laughs> yeah, I can't eat for free, motherfucker. It's like, I said, I'm working to work for myself. I still have a career. I still have a job. I'm just not trying to work this job. And they don't. But they think, they think it's punching a clock. Yeah. That's they, their concept. Yeah. There's some people that have never understood or even heard of the concept. And even I met it earlier when somebody said, well, you could freelance. I was like, I don't know what that means. I ain't working for free. Because people don't. <laughs> I didn't know if Lance was locked up, but I yeah. can try to get him out of jail <laughs> yeah, if he needs to be Lance, freed. Yeah, freelance, freelance. That sounds like the <laughs> the worst Hasbro board game ever. Freelance. What was that? Oh, what oh, was that? He the, rolled a twelve. Free he got hat. The free part, hat. I was gonna say the South Park. <laughs> they were giving away yeah. free hats, but it was Where's actually the free hats. <laughs> they actually thought they were protesting. Was it? It was a guy named Hat. They were trying to get out of prison. <laughs> well, I was just thinking and the it's boys funny are saying we should give people free hats. <laughs> well, just like I could just see freelance as a board game, and you roll twelve, and he gets fucking executed. And like, oh, game over. <laughs> or he may. It's lose. the equivalent of taking the Monopoly board and throw it in the air. Yeah. Or he may lose his bicycle and can't get the Tour de France no more. Or he gets butt raped in the shower. Like if you roll a seven, <laughs> that's what he gets. No matter what the combination of the number, if it just totals seven, like yep, Lance got raped in the shower. This is like a bad Dungeons and Dragons for real life. This is terrible. <laughs> no, we don't need twenty sided die for freelance. Let's see, no, all right, look. So we got a movie to do, and we got a board game to work on. Freelance. <laughs> and you thought life was complicated. Oh. Yeah, let's you see, motherfuckers okay. punching a clock got it easy. Let, let's take you that, should have to hang out let's with Let's take that for example. To, that, to us, that's freedom. We had the time to work on projects like that. We probably work harder than that than our regular jobs. Oh, totally. But if we were able to find a way to finance that to, supply, to support our lifestyle, I mean, yeah, we may work 15, 20-hour days doing something like that, but today that's freedom. Anytime I'm not on sinus medication and my brain is functioning normally, and I have my laptop handy, and we're not out and about doing shit, I'm working. I'm either working on, we're either messaging about the podcast stuff and how to promote it and concepts and ideas for it and where we want it to go. I'm working on the car stuff. I'm working on uh, comedy. And and it, all this stuff is hobbies at the moment. The only thing that pays me is contracting. But how do you segue? Well, they have to be hobbies. You But you have to approach a hobby as a job and if you don't put everything you have into it all your imagination all your ability into it and i'm not saying a hundred percent that's not a thing nobody does a hundred percent but if you're not working at it as a job it'll always be a hobby and that's why like i said again the pressure of having to do this new stand-up thing with material i've never done ever I've written it and I've refined it and I've, man, I've printed it like 10 times. And every time I do, I'm like, I need to edit this. And then I print it again. Well, it's, 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 you're taking a risk for that. But I'm, I'm approaching it with the same, same seriousness that I would, even though I'm not a very serious person most of the time. What? I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know that truly successful comics work their ass off. For material, it's not. It may. It's kind of like going to the supercross and you see a guy riding a dirt bike and he's doing ninety foot triples and he does it like it's just walking through the grocery store. Well, it's because he works at it all the time. Comedy, musicians, successful musicians, that's all they do. I think. I mean, you know this. You used to do live shows. 
a band to do a live show for two and a half hours and a dude playing Metallica speed guitar for two and a half hours. The muscle stamina alone, not account talent, ability, all that shit. It's and that's what people I think I think a lot of things are people look and I and I think we've had this conversation about the podcast. I know nothing's easy, but I want it to be easy. We and all wish there was well, an easy button. There's I think easy is a misconception too, because what you find you may work easy hard at it, but it, it's still easy. No, I'm talking about being successful should be easy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if being successful is easy. Well, it's kind of like all guys think they're funny. It's the same concept. Yeah. They're not. Not all guys are funny. No, nothing's easy. If everything was easy, then (laughs) nobody nobody would be punching those nine Nobody's funny in the basement. (laughs) Everyone. We're the basement dwellers. Hashtag whatever. (laughs) Sniffing my mic. Still smell good. Still smells brand new. Doesn't smell like liquor at all. Doesn't smell like chloroform to you. <laughs> That's you know what I need to. We need to get the little uh, things out of the trailer that we were talking about putting over it. The, the, the condoms. Little, uh, <laughs> the foam. Go, 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 condom is this. And then I'm, I'm gonna soak <laughs> mine in vodka, and then just let it dry out so it just smells like vodka all the time. And then when we have a guest, I'll make him use my mic. Well, back on the chloroform content, <laughs> I would love to have. The guy on Facebook that chloroformed himself to see if it really worked. It, that's would, bullshit. It takes chloroform, I think it's up to like two or three minutes, and that shit happened within like 15 seconds. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's that was still, I still got a good chuckle I'm out pretty of it sure it was way. horseshit. But yeah, it, I, I laughed. Oh, I don't, yeah. I laughed. That, would be, that would be the most horrible podcast is to have somebody who's chloroformed to be your guest. Okay, would be so there's a, thing, the there's a thing, and Corey's done this, and I don't remember if he's... Not this, Corey. I, yes. I don't know if you remember doing this. We were at the Triangle, and we were at somebody's this, friend's house. How many it was at a trailer triangles park, are there? And it was the one where you, you, you kneel down, and you're like squatted down sitting on your feet. Your knees are not touching, and you huff real fast, like hyperventilate. Oh. And then you hold your carotid artery on your throat, and you stand up real fast, and you will pass the fuck out. And we thought it was bullshit, and I woke up with a carpet burn on my forehead. Do you remember that? I'm talking like it was I before. It was right before I went in the army. Was that the Alger chick I was hanging out with? I don't know. Some skank. <laughs> Obviously, we were in a trailer park. Why else would we be in a trailer park if we weren't thinking we were going to get some skank? <laughs> <clears throat> but I had the fear. Well, I remember that. I, I, I and I had moved that. to Villarica, and I was I was. I do remember something like that. I had quit my job because I, I saved money, and I, the last two months before I went in the army, I took off, and we just goofed off. That's freedom. That's when I had the sex education taught here sticker or a plate in the back window of the Fiero, and these two like thirty five year old chicks followed me to Corey's house, and I got out of the car, and they're like, "He's just a baby." I was like. <laughs> I'm 17, bitch. Yes, I'm just a baby. You're old as fuck, which is now 13 years younger than I am. <laughs> but again, I mean, it just there's there's a lot. I think people get taught caught up in again. I mean, I think we talked about this. The whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. Oh yeah. If you're keeping up with the Joneses, you'll never see freedom. No. Well. It's- because that is your prison. You right. will you'll be forever trapped keeping up. Well, right, the, because the Joneses don't give a shit about freedom. They give a shit about stuff. Well, see, yeah. I, and we joke 
as we're surrounded by stuff. Oh, Haley. Yeah. And when you joke, you know, we joke about, you know, I'm 45 and single, like, you know, Brian's 30 and single. What's that supposed to mean? Well, I'm getting to my point. It's like, right now, it's Friday. I don't have to be anywhere until Monday. If I, if I say, you know what? Let's hey, it's Friday. I don't have to be anywhere. Yeah, it's bullshit. Actually, it's bullshit. You got to be somewhere tomorrow. Now what? 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 Uh, you know, just, just disappoint mom. But I mean, I'm pretty sure you, you spent 45 you years doing that. What's one more cry? day? Well, what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is like, I know what in, you mean. In theory, we could go to Biloxi after we get done with this. Yeah, it's we like, can do whatever we, we want. Go, we have nothing. We have yeah. nowhere to That's be. That's it. We're maxing out the credit cards. We're going to Vegas. Yeah. But you know, I mean, but I know what you mean. You, you yeah. and Beth have that kind of freedom because you all have that kind of relationship. But there's a lot of married couples that don't have that kind of. Also, you have your daughter is of age where. Well, she can be left behind. Yes. Yeah, we don't believe in no child left behind here, <laughs> bitch. You'll get fucking left. But, That's how it works here. But the fact of like, I enjoy that freedom. Like, I got a weekend with nothing to do. Let's go do something. I enjoy yeah. that that spontaneity. That's how most fun weekends end up. Yeah, starting and because I, we have a little bit of freedom, you know. And I think there's a lot of people that don't have that freedom, whether it's the nature of the relationship, of course, the well, kids, and, it, and, and it's still because it de- it's mood dependent. Because I can still, like, the other day I told Beth, I said, hey, I think I want to go to Laughing Skull tonight. And she was like, really? Uh, uh, and I was like, you did say it was my birthday weekend. She's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. I just, I need a minute to think about, you know, like, just get in that mindset. Yeah. So, and we ended up going. <clears throat> I had a great time, and I'd never been to that uh, type of event before. So we do... And and we are very we have very similar interests. And then she she has learned that following my spontaneity and just going along sometimes can be some of the craziest fun ever. Yeah, there's some people who aren't not necessarily talking about her, but just people who aren't that spontaneity. You know, they need that plan. Right. They need a they need someone to follow. Yeah. And since we're a team. It works out, and sometimes she'll throw something up, and she's very, you know, she'll we be spontaneous. We have a very good yin and yang relationship. That there's not a lot of people. That and have she'll that. and she'll throw something up, real, you know, like spontaneous. And I'll do. I'll have that same initial reaction, like, well, that's not I don't really swinging dicks, but we'll go. That's not. Yeah, I don't <laughs> really want to see Corey on the main stage, but I God, mean, y'all are really into helicopters. <laughs> the, um, but it'll take me a second to regroup, and then I'm like, okay. That's cool. Because the thing is with you, I mean, other than your girlfriend, Brian, you don't have to convince anybody. No. You don't have to sell the idea. You're just like, once you have that thought, I'm just going. I guess I can figure out where to bury the body. I mean, I guess I can figure out how to finance it. Ask Siri. (laughs) Siri has all the answers. How do you finance burying a dead body? Not we should I, ask Siri. We should do an episode of Ask Siri. How do you would divide, be interesting. How do you divide by zero and watch it explode? <laughs> Start smoking. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, it's, again, I think a lot of people don't even truly understand that they don't have freedom. They think they're free now, and they're not. They, and this isn't knocking on religion, they go to church on Sunday, they work Monday through Friday, they go to soccer on Saturday, with the kids and all that shit, and they don't have <coughs> a moment to themselves to do anything. <coughs> yes, that is allergies talking. Just had like the worst dry mouth feeling ever. It's like I just smoked a big one too, man. You know, like, <laughs> I was about to say, she got caught mill. <coughs> yeah. So I just, I just don't know that people 
one, understand that what freedom is and understand they don't have it. Well, I, I think, I don't know if it's a misconception, but I do think people have their own idea of freedom, but I don't think it's necessarily what our idea of freedom is. And our idea of freedom is much my, different than that. Well, that's my the, idea of freedom is not getting to listen to what I want to sitting yeah. in traffic on the way home. No, but that's the beauty of freedom is everybody has their own version of it. And for us, our, our freedom is definitely different than probably a lot of people's. I think previous generations had a better handle on freedom. And it was because things are so commercialized now. And you can nickel and dime yourself into so much money a month that you don't have any freedom. I mean, George Michael said it best. Who? George Michael. Who the fuck is that? Had a song called Freedom. God damn, you're so fucking young. God damn, you're so fucking old. (laughs) I was just trying. It just made me think of him getting caught in the bathroom with that dude. Well, quit thinking about penises and think about music. But that was his freedom. Yeah. I mean... No, he had a song called Freedom uh, back when, and then, was it 80s or 90s? Was 18 90s? or 1980s. Were you born then? <laughs> well, he was still shit in his pants. Probably. <laughs> and we're talking about two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, I'm I'm ta- mean, we did I'm talk, talking about yesterday. We did talk about doing talking about adult diapers on here one time, you know? We were just going to sit down here and piss and shit our pants while we do the show. Oh, yeah. Well, we still wonder how Joe Rogan does it for three hours. Uh, he he does all that meditation and. <laughs> I can go three hours without taking a dump. I can usually go three hours without taking a piss. I mean, there are catheters if it was if you had some sort of bladder control issue. I just like to let it go. It's whatever. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. <laughs> I gotta pee. Go, just pee. Just, just go. Just pee, dude. Just let it. Just I let like it to rip. play in the puddles. <laughs> But <laughs> that's anyway. my freedom. I got and again, everybody finds their freedom <laughs> in strange places. So, I mean, I, you know, I guess looking back on it, it's like it's freedom, a social construct or a financial construct, you know, well, or is again, it a mental think, state of mind? I think it's a financial. I think it's a financial limitation. And that's why previous generations had more freedom. This is because housing was cheaper, food was cheaper. They yeah. a lot of times they grew their own food. Financial they responsibilities were the different. only bills they had were house, car, water, power, maybe a gas bill, and that was it. And a phone bill. They didn't have cell phone. Hell, they Internet didn't even have cable. car insurance. Well, who was it? I was when I was closing my condo, doing the closing papers, calling the attorney, and it was like oh, there was like I don't know ten or fifteen sheets I had to sign. And he said, "Yeah, it used to be you only had to sign this one sheet, and now you got to you got to fill out this paperwork and this paperwork, and, this, and everything was about taxes and lead paint and this that, and the other. And all this, all How this stuff is like lead paint chips. Did you? Eat? And it was, it was like this stack of papers, of you know, an inch or two thick of stuff. And he's like, yeah, it used to just be you just had to fill out this one sheet, and that was it. Yeah. And it's like, it's just interesting. Everything becomes more complicated. Not le- it's like taxation. They don't get rid of taxes; they just add more." Yeah. Everything becomes more complicated. And that's why we're evolving in a direction that generations down the road will have less and less and less one constitutional freedoms that they can exercise legally and actual free time to do things because it will have to work harder and more and then not to get into the politics of things, but 
making a living wage and stuff like that because our education system so screwed up that they're going to have to work more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And that's why, again, Beth and I have lived very conservatively for our income. And, and it would be easy to look at us and think we're poor, but we're not. We just, I, stuff doesn't make me happy. I don't need, I buy shoes on the clearance rack. Luckily we're in 13s. That's easy to do because <laughs> Yes, and I still buy Nikes because if they're on the clearance rack and they're under thirty dollars, <clears throat> I'll buy some Nikes. I don't care. I'm so, so triggered right now. <laughs> so I, I got a it's I got a weird later. weird philosophical thought. So we're talking about the idea of freedom. Write it down. It might be a tweet later. <laughs> so he didn't give me a pad of paper this week. So so okay. He's, so we're we're budgetary issues. You know, yeah. Our last episode, we were talking about social media and stuff. So we think we have this freedom, and we're so tied to our social media. Is social media distracting us and thinking we have more freedom than we do because we? Okay. Here, so here I'm going to matrix this real quick. What I, you know what I'm getting when at? When people delete their social medias, you don't know if they found freedom because you're still on your social media. How do you keep track of them? Right. I'll, I'll one up it. I always and I've been making this joke for at least a solid decade. Is is you know, they used to use the Colosseum to distract people from how, you know, Greece was falling apart. Yeah. Well, we have NASCAR and Facebook. It's the same thing. Distract the masses and, and you know, pander to them, whatever, whatever you want to use, but pacify them. Keep them entertained. Keep them thinking they're happy while we're fucking stuff up in the background. And that's really all it is. I, I mean, agree. I, I 100% agree with what the direction you're going with that is that Facebook and social media. Or just even forums, in general. Yeah. Even car forums. I used to get on the car forums <laughs> with the S2000s and stuff like that and talk to guys that there'd be chat boards and we just we would just talk about life in general. I would be curious just as a poll question, maybe like, <laughs> as people. That's racist. What? If you're going to ask it as a. Poll question. <laughs> Can't just anybody from anywhere answer the question? No, only certain people. They got to be from. They got to be from Poland. <laughs> I was talking about pole dancers. I'm trying He's to oh. about Poland. He's talking about having. I was trying a to ask a pole dancer question. No, I mean like what? Uh, what is? Just be sticking them poles. Like, we obviously have an idea what freedom. Our idea of freedom, but I'd be curious, like. Just randomly start asking people with their idea of freedom because I'm sure you're gonna get everything from political to social. But I think most everybody's gonna consider themselves free, whether they're still doing nine to five, family, oh, yeah. this that, and the other. I think the interesting thing is this is truly okay. a topic where age will determine the differences in their All right. opinions Here, on freedom. Here's where I think you can draw a parallel: thinking you're healthy and not being healthy. I guarantee you, people. We've we've come to this ideology that that it's okay to be big as long as you're a chick. If you're a big dude, then you're a fat fuck. That's just the way we get treated. Oh, wow. um, but as far as a girl, love me for who I am. Yeah. Without, but they think they're healthy. But it's hypocritical. If so it's the same them. concept as I think I'm healthy. I think I'm free. I think I'm this. I think I'm that. It's I think it does. I think has nothing to do with reality. It's another one of those things that I always say, and it's probably from a movie or something like that. Is perception is reality. If you perceive it, 
it's probably your reality. Because most people aren't going to check you on that shit. I mean... I will, because I got paperwork to prove it. <laughs> a chick that is marginally attractive, yeah. if she's marginally attractive, but 100 out of 1,000, so we're talking 10%, tell her she's beautiful. In her mind, she's beautiful. That's all that matters. If the same 100 guys said, man, you've got a very free life, she's free. It's all... And then we like to lie to ourselves. Yeah. Well, well it's easy. we lie to ourselves about everything. We're lying to ourselves now. I mean, we're pretending we're having fun. And I mean, it's hard to look at your face <laughs> and think of having fun. If anybody could donate a wall that I could put between them. <laughs> can we get one of those, like, you know, the Japanese uh, folding rice wall things? Can we get one of those that's only like two foot tall? It'll sit on the table. So when yeah, we start we our Patreon, we will get you to contribute to our wall builder. <laughs> I'll well, just call Charlie. We need to build the wall. Well, I will make Corey pay for it. We'll 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 we'll, we'll be the only podcast in cubicles, so we don't have to look at each other. Oh, that's talk about <laughs> lack of freedom right there. You can get back in your cubicle. We still got to do the episode where we play Battleship while we're recording the episode. Oh, I'm dead. I want. That Who was it? Somebody posted a picture of them playing a life size Battleship game. I forgot where it was. Anyway, that's how the we hell could do play you get destroyers and shit, man. Those things are expensive <laughs> as I hell. I want to play battle shots. And how do you actually shots. sink it? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I want we to do, can do battle that. shots where you take a shot when you call the number. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, so we're going to do the hammered and battleship. <laughs> oh yeah, because if you want to have to do an episode where you get hammered, <laughs> the, that's episode the episode was great for the it. first fifteen minutes, and the last hour is just I'm going. Oh. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Episode would be great for me because I can see the sides of y'all's boards. So y'all would be fucking smashed, and I'll just be sitting here laughing. No, we like to, we like to bring on some else and do teams. Well, oh, teams battle shots. Yeah, that, that would we, be cool. Why did that sound sexual when he's like, do teams? That sounded, Everything that comes out of his that sounded like he sexual. was just like like the gay porn recruiter was talking to him the other day. Like, come on, man, it pays pretty good. You sure you don't want? To, you're about to be out of job. You can try. You're about it, to be like out of it. job. I bet you. I mean, just hold it in your mouth and just see how it works. You know. <laughs> but and I don't think that's freedom. Just just so we're clear, what, I don't porn? think. Yeah. No. No, it's. Talking about being a slave to the grind. <laughs> <That's>, oh. <laughs> Speaking of that, I mean, I have friends who are grinders they wear those grinder bras and they do the and they are slaves or some you know they wear like these, I didn't is know. that free yeah they wear they wear so these. if you get the grinder app do you get a grinder so, bra so they uh so one person wears well, these like metal bras and the other days. person will have like a grinder um you know a spinning disc whatever and go on there to put sparks across their bras and stuff and it's part of their you know i'll, I'll show you pictures of it it's pretty cool Dude, I work with grinders all the time. That does not sound entertaining at all. Oh, it, but it's cool. I mean, that they, scar right there is actually from a grinder. That's from building a roll cage. Well, they they build these, you know, these costumes, you know, metal costumes. They do it, and then they have the fibrous shit flying all over the place, up their nose, in their eyes, and everything else. Yeah. And she's all wet from it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be around there. No, I don't need that kind of pressure in my life. <laughs> but I mean, I can hear now, like how many grinders you got? I got a seven-inch grinder, <laughs> literally two of them in the shop, rolling. Let's do it. I'm in the floor plan. I want you to set me on fire. I can hear it right now. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? You. Who make But anyway, so yeah, so I guess you know we're kind of. As usual, we picked a topic that you could just go on and on and on and on and on and on.
on. Brian, aren't you supposed to be pressing the scissor button? <laughs> no, I was pressing the repeat button. I put him on loop. Pete and repeat Brian, sitting on a fence. Brian, Pete falls off. What you got? Brian fell asleep on the looper pedal and he just starts going, just started droning. On, All right. On, well, this is probably a good time on, to start wrapping on. this thing up because <laughs> to shut him the fuck up. Oh, shit. Somebody's so, about to get cut. So. <laughs> Hey, look, I don't have to use a Band-Aid this time. We're going to give our audience... I'm cutting him. It'll only take one blade. We're going to give our audience the time, the freedom to go to sleep now. Are we putting them in timeout? (laughs) Yes. All right, look, you guys guys take a timeout, digest freedom for a minute, and then we're going to come back with something else that's stupid to talk about for an hour. Yeah, so you guys go check out our social media, you know, the Facebook, Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast, and... Uh, Instagram and Twitter is PBN Syrup and uh, our hashtag PBN Syrup. Um, Shirtsforassholes.com. Is there a corporate The sponsor? Root of Funny on Facebook. Brian's a little dingy. <laughs> <laughs> that is not on Facebook yet, That's but we're going to clo- work on it. That's my clothes crew. Well, he actually sells boats. It just works but for both. But anyway, I well, thank you so guys for listening. So boats for all right. <laughs> and I'll try not to have sinus issues next time. <laughs> All right, guys. We're gone. Better I'll start smoking. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.